0: Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast, where we talk about ways that DJs and event professionals can succeed on social media. Every Wednesday, we'll help you guys get more traction in your business, help you showcase your work for potential clients looking to hire you, and bring the social back into social media. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about social media. Now, without further ado, let's get started with the episode. What's going on, guys? It's Justin the DJ. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, guys. We have an awesome episode for you. We're going to really talk about the key to success on social media. Now, before we get into that, this past week, I had two weddings, um, one on Friday, one on Saturday. And Saturday was actually my 28th birthday. Yes, I'm 28 years old. I am old as shit now, officially. <laughs> but yeah, I had a I had a wedding on my birthday this past Saturday. Um, and it was pretty good, it was a good party. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have an assistant on Saturday, so I, I had to run the whole event on my own. They had janky elevators, and the load-in wasn't the greatest, but you know what, we made it work, and the client was happy, and everything was good. So it was a good weekend and uh, definitely looking forward to the next couple of weeks. You know, wedding season is kinda tapering off a little bit, but my November and December are still pretty crazy, so really just trying to make sure all my events are good to go, properly prepping for all of my events um, a couple days in advance at least, but you know, getting all the details from clients and stuff like that, of course, and just making sure everything's good to go for my weddings. All right, let's jump right into the news of the week social news all right guys so we got lots of instagram news this week the first thing that i got to show you guys is that instagram is testing a native way to schedule your posts through the instagram app now there's multiple platforms where you can schedule posts they have the later app they have Planoly even like Meta's built-in software has a scheduling app for Instagram, but they're looking to make it to where it's a native thing that everyone can use to schedule your posts and your reels directly through the app. Now I think this could be a really cool way to kind of schedule your content in advance and make it to where you can just spend maybe 30 minutes to an hour scheduling all your content for the next couple of weeks or even months in advance. One thing you gotta be careful when it comes to scheduling your posts is it can still somewhat create a disconnect between yourself as the content creator and the people consuming your media and your posts. You're essentially posting content, but you're not really there when the content goes live. You know, reacting to people's comments, commenting back, responding to DMs, and really interacting with your community is a really key part of social media. So I would recommend using a scheduler as a way to kinda take some work out of your day-to-day life, but still be online when your stuff goes live to interact with your community because that is a major key when it comes to growing a following and keeping people engaged with your content. With that being said, I'm super excited for this scheduler. This is a long time coming, having the ability to schedule your posts in advance, decide exactly when you want your content to go live, and all that kind of stuff is something that I would definitely take advantage of and would recommend you guys taking advantage of as soon as it goes live. All right, so another thing that Instagram is working on, and this is something that we talked about a couple episodes ago, is Instagram officially announces the new creator portfolio Uh, that we spoke about earlier now this is kind of like a media kit for creators on instagram to showcase their work to showcase their analytics to showcase really kind of who they are as a creator and showcase everything that they have to offer for potential clients to brands to you know whoever you're trying to target now it seems like this might be something that's going to be coming soon in the next couple of months or so. They've been testing it and sending it out to a specific group of influencers and, you know, random people on Instagram essentially to test out this kind of media kit thing and, you know, make sure everything is good to go before they officially launch it to all the people. So Uh, This is gonna be a really cool thing and it's gonna be an awesome way to directly send important pieces of content to potential clients and brands whenever they're inquiring about your DJ services or whatever. Sometimes they might DM you directly and you could just send them your your portfolio and it'll be a great way for them to see all your work in one spot. Now the last piece of Instagram news that we have is hilarious. Instagram is testing a new option, which would enable you to add a song to your profile. Yes, all of my MySpace squad members definitely remember back in the day adding your favorite song to your MySpace profile. And now it looks like Instagram is thinking about making this a feature on the Instagram app. Now, wouldn't it be great to just throw in your favorite song to your profile And anytime someone goes to your profile, they hear your song. And I think that's just so awesome and nostalgic. Um, But of course, you could be a troll. You could play, you could put a really crappy song. You could put Rick Atsley, Never Gonna Give You Up as your song. And people are just going to get Rickrolled every time they go to your profile. Uh, (laughs) But actually, this could be really cool thinking about it. What if you are an aspiring artist and you make your own music? If someone goes to your profile... You could make it to where it automatically plays one of your songs, which could be really cool. I think it'd be amazing if they could somehow link it to like Mixcloud or something, and it would start playing your DJ mix on your profile. That would be super sick and a really cool way to to get some listens to you, to your mixes and maybe get some more attention to you know your your music and your skills as a DJ. Honestly, this is kind of like a gimmicky feature for Instagram, and I'm not sure if it's gonna actually become a real thing, but they're testing it, and if it becomes a thing, cool, I guess. (laughs) Not really a super necessary feature, but we'll see what happens. All right, that's all the news I got for this week. Let's jump right into the music. Trending sounds. All right, guys, this week we have some new music from the music industry itself, Taylor Swift, she has a new album out called Midnights. Um, I listened to the whole album. Honestly, my girlfriend is a Swifty, so it was hard for me to not listen to this album. <laughs> but listen to the whole album. I was looking for, for music to play at my events, at my weddings. And to be completely honest with you, I'm not sure if there's any songs on this album that would be you know, suitable or appropriate to play at the club or to play at a wedding um, in terms of the dancing part of the night, to be honest with you. Now, when it comes to maybe dinner or cocktail hour, there's a couple of songs that I could recommend for you to, to take a listen and spice up your, your dinner music or your cocktail hour music playlist. Those songs I'd recommend are Karma. and the other song is bejeweled best believe i'm still bejeweled when i walk in the room i can still make the whole place shimmer and when i meet the band they ask do you have a man i can still say i don't remember familiar already breathes contempt so put me in the basement when i want the penthouse of your heart Diamonds those are the two songs that i'd recommend that you could play potentially during like a dinner or a cocktail part of the night but honestly, the rest of the album is really mellow, really chill, or, you know, has some has some lyrics in there that's really based on, you know, depression or or other sad things, which wouldn't necessarily be appropriate for a wedding. There's even one song that's about how she doesn't want to be a bride or she doesn't want to be with her man or or something like that. <laughs> so would definitely recommend not playing songs like that or or songs that are sad in nature when it comes to a wedding. So, I I could really only recommend those two songs, Karma and Bejeweled. Even the lead single of the album Anti-Hero is kind of about self-loathing, depression, and really not feeling like yourself or not feeling like you're accepted by other people and you know, it's it's not necessarily the the happiest song out there, though the, the beat is a really good beat and could potentially be something people could dance to or vibe to, but the meaning of the song is not there when it comes to a wedding or even a party in general. So I would not recommend, honestly, most songs on the album, but you know, those other two I think are acceptable enough to play potentially. All right, that's enough news about Taylor Swift, but I do have something that I want to share with you Um, This is a DM that I got recently when I spoke about playing TikTok music at your weddings. So I made an Instagram story about playing TikTok music and this is what somebody had to say. People only like TikTok during their own time as their personal music. It does not mean it would flow well for a wedding. Without 60s, 70s, and 80s music, there would not be a foundation for us DJs. Just imagine today playing today's music. Guests wouldn't be staying too long on the dance floor. Now let's think about that for a second. I'm gonna be a little bit toxic here. I don't know this DJ. I don't know who this is. But they're basically saying that you can only really DJ at a wedding if you're only really playing 60s, 70s, and 80s music. Now this is exactly the reason why you should be playing TikTok music at your events because you need younger music at your weddings. If you're only playing 60s, 70s, and 80s music at a wedding, I feel really bad for your clients to be completely honest with you. How old do you think your couples are? If somebody's getting married today, in the year 2022, how old do you think your couples are? I'd say your couples are between the age of 20 and 35. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that people between the ages of 20 and 35 don't wanna hear 70s music for three hours straight. Whenever I'm DJing at a wedding, again, the couples are between the ages of 20 and 35, I tend to play about 2000s to 2010s music about 80% of the time. And the other 20% is a mixture of brand new music and the 70s and 80s and, of course, the 90s music too. So that's really how I kind of play a wedding based on the age group of the couple, not the age group of me or my music tastes. Essentially, again, I don't know who this guy is, but essentially this guy is telling on himself he's basically saying that i don't know new music i don't care about new music i want to play what i want to play and that is the biggest issue that djs have is understanding that you are not the headliner you are not even the talent all of those guests did not show up to this wedding to see you dj They came to the event because their friend or their family member is getting married and you happen to be playing the music. That means you need to be able to read the crowd, understand the crowd, and play the music that's gonna keep them on the dance floor, not just the music that you're comfortable with playing. So please, DJs, for the love of God, do not sleep on the TikTok music, don't sleep on new music, because that is what's gonna keep your DJ sets fresh and make things, you know, more fun for not only you as the DJ, but also for the crowd. You know, you can play music that's currently trending that they just saw on their phones yesterday. And now the DJ's playing it and they know the dance and they know how to have fun to this song. And that's really how you keep the energy alive for these events, not playing 70s music for three hours straight. All right, so let's jump right into our main topic for the day, the key to success on social media. Now, we all want to be successful online. Some of us want to book more clients using social media. Some of us want to get more followers or more likes on their posts. And some want to make money online, and that's perfectly okay. And whatever it is, being successful is the goal. Now, some people might think that there's this magical answer that you need in order to be successful online. You might have to pay $200 to this Instagram genius coach who's going to give you all the information that you need to be a successful person on social media and get all of your content shown to a ton of people some people might think you need to run special ads or, or some people might think you need to hack the algorithm or you need to do special things or use a certain amount of hashtags or, or this or that. And I can just tell you right now, stop. Here is the real key to being successful on social media. Consistently putting out good content. That's it. Consistently putting out good content content Showing up as much as you can and post content even if your last post did just awful You know whenever you see a piece of content that you post and it just completely flops and gets No traction no views no likes You need to take a step back and think why? Why did my post not do as well as I expected it to is it the algorithms fault Probably not. Is it the app's fault? I I doubt it. Is it your followers fault for not being online when you posted it? Absolutely not. Whenever you have a piece of content that doesn't do well, you need to take a step back and take a harder look at your content and figure out how you can make it better. One thing that people always struggle with is self-criticism. People don't wanna say that they are the problem. There's always something else causing your problems. If your engagement is low, take a look at your content and figure out what the problem is. What could you have done differently with your content? If you're constantly posting the same type of content over and over and over again and not seeing different results, that is your hint to change things up. That is your hint to let you know that hey, what you're posting isn't working, what you're creating isn't engaging or isn't getting the traction or getting the eyeballs that you're wanting. So you need to figure out what that looks like. And I've said this multiple times, but if you're a DJ and you're trying to make your page as a portfolio for your skills as a DJ, for your business as a DJ, you should be posting content That speaks that. If you're a DJ and you're posting food photos or photos of your dog or you going out and riding roller coasters or whatever you do and you don't ever really post anything about you being a DJ, I'm not really sure what else I can say because that's the point of your page. You're a DJ. Post DJ content. And jumping back to the algorithm for a second. I know a lot of people are currently blaming the Instagram algorithm for why their posts aren't doing well. You know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, they're suppressing photos to boost Reels and or whenever I post a Reel, I get two views and this other person gets 2,000 views." Like, I don't understand. It the algorithm just hates me. Very rarely is it actually the algorithm's fault. If anything, the algorithm is a way for you to know whether you're doing something right or doing something wrong. When it comes to the algorithm and you posting a piece of content, on a basic level, here's how it works. You post a video, for example. Let's say, to make things easy, let's say you have a thousand followers, okay? So you post a video, Instagram will decide, okay, let's show this content to 10% of those people that follow you, right? So out of the thousand followers you have, it's gonna show that piece of content to 100 of those followers in the beginning, maybe in the first hour or couple hours, right? Within that first time frame, those 100 people are gonna be shown your content. At that point, it is a test. If those people interact with your post, watch your post, like it, comment on it, do anything with it, that is good. If those 100 people just scroll past your content, don't interact with it, don't watch it, that is not good. And that is the kind of information that the algorithm takes in and figures out, okay, is this good content or is this bad content? If it's good content, they're gonna keep showing it to your followers and show it to people who don't even follow you. If it's bad content, it will suppress your views. It will suppress the amount of people who will see your piece of content. Think about this for a second. You probably follow a bunch of people. I follow about 600 or so people on my page. I probably see the same 30 or 40 profiles content and very rarely see the other 500 posts. Why do you think that is? I don't think it's because Instagram hates those 500 people. I think it's because Instagram knows that those 500 people might not post the best pieces of content and might think that I don't want to see them so it doesn't show it to me. That is how the algorithm works. The algorithm is not out to get you or the algorithm doesn't hate you or you're not shadow banned or or whatever. If you're having issues and you're not getting the eyes you want on your content, You need to stop and think about your content and figure out what could I have done different. That is the key to success on social media. Consistently putting out good content. Let's talk about consistency for a moment. First off, think of your favorite TV show you ever used to watch. Think of your content as your TV show. Being consistent is super important, especially for television, because people are expecting to see that piece of content at a specific time. Now, social media is a little differently because it's kind of whenever somebody wants it, so being able to be consistent on a weekly basis is important, and consistent in general is key. Now, I'm not saying you have to post at exactly 7 p.m. every Wednesday, on social media, I'm basically saying that you need to be able to have content consistently showing up on your page time and time again. I'm not saying post every day, I'm not saying post three times a day, I'm not saying post once a week, I'm basically saying that showing up on social media is the most important aspect of being successful online. You can decide what consistency looks for you. For me, it's about four to five posts a week. Maybe Monday through Friday I'll post one, maybe two posts. That's what consistency looks like for me. For you, it might look a little different. You might do more, you might do less. But being consistent is the most important part. Again, the key to success on social media is consistently putting out good content. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about being on social media. If you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at JustinTheDJ. the DJ. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday.